there. Hi there. Hi, friends. And old and new. Welcome I am... to the podcast. Yeah, that. <laughs> I am Nicole. And I am Shauna. Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Yeah, that's right. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping. With Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool, you can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo co- code <laughs> POD, P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type POD, P-O-D. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hello Babylonians! I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. And we are introducing ourselves 80 episodes later because... Why not? Because this is what we should have been doing all along, but we're learning. Yeah. Nicole is the reader, 
of most things on this podcast. Except for today, we're going to get a rabbit hole. We will. So or a I will hole. be reading. Or a or beaver a hole. Do beavers hole? Or a wormhole? I don't know. Or um, a unicorn hole? I don't really know. Blow hole? A blow hole, mm-hmm. if you're into that. Asshole? <gasps> Who knows? Were we talking about something? You sent me something the other day that you wanted to try and say on the podcast, and I don't remember what it was. No, I usually text them all to you, though, yeah. so I think it... Something about spirit dick, I thought. Was it spirit dick again? <laughs> no. Something along those lines. If you're not... if you're Okay, hold on. If you're new here, <laughs> you need to go back and just listen to a lot of different episodes. <laughs> Can't tell you what they all are, but nope. we've said some really funny things. We are... We, we have our moments. We be. Pretty fucking funny. <laughs> At least we think we are. Truth. And so does this cute... If you hear baby noises, he's doing it again. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course... Um, he's eating currently off my boobs because that's what I feed my child with. And if you think that's gross, well, then why are you listening to a murder podcast? Murder things. Um, nothing really big in the world to report. Um, we still don't have Wyoming. Uh, hey, but we do have new people um, checking out our um, Facebook page. page. All so the time. We want to thank our fellow Babylonians for spreading yeah. the word. Yeah. Spread it to the Wyoming people. Spread it like cream cheese. Mm. Yeah. We are the bagel Babylonians. Yes. All the B words. Everything bagelonians. Bagelonians. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do here. And they're like, oh my god, how far do I have to skip to get to the fucking story? So we're, the reason we're doing a rabbit hole after Zab- Zabri. Hello, you're now Zabri. That That's my, my daughter, that not my, my ten year old niece. Um. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, It's because it's a shorty. It's kind of a shorter case, yes. So. So, um, what is happening? Okay. I'm wicked hungry. So, I did eat, but I'm also feeding a baby, so it basically means I didn't eat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also, if you're new here, we have this amazing dude on Twitter. His name is Nate Dog. Nate Dog! With that W. Okay. Dog. Um, and he gives us a shit ton of cases, and um, this is another one of his. Thanks, Nate. Nate, you're the fucking beef. Apollo says thank you, too. Mm-hmm. Fist bumping you through the internet waves. Yes. Okay, all right. All right, we're going to adjust here for a moment as I reclothe myself. Glad we're not doing a video podcast. Oh, we have so many more viewers. Everybody in Wyoming will be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Tuning in. On the same TV? I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. That's a good burp, good dude. Good job. Little bubby. Hi, cute little bubby. Are you ready to go see Auntie Deb? Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the cutest thing. See, again, we need video. Yeah. One day. Nope, I don't want to be uh, on camera. Shella's like, gonna be, you're going to sit there by yourself, <laughs> and I'm going to be off camera holding the baby, and I'll <laughs> just do it, just in case you pukes. There you go. That was a really good throw. So, okay. Not the baby, folks. That was the burp rag. Yeah, through the burp rag, not the baby. We never, <laughs> ever do that. He's so, pr- he's just the happiest little guy. He truly is. He's so, except when he's hungry. Because him's very... surrounded by love. Yes. We literally have a self-love candle burning right now. One, because it smells amazing. And two, Nicole needs some self-love in her life because it's been a rough fucking day. So, let's get... On to rough cases! On to a weird kind of... We'll see how well I put these notes together. Wee! Um, So, like you said, this is a Nate Dog episode. Um, And we are going to talk about... I'm assuming it's Lena Driscoll. Lena? Lena. Lena Driscoll. Okay. And so, we're... 
like this lady's old, like 70 freaking eight. She's 78 when this takes place, so I don't have a lot about her background, just kind of snippets here and there. I don't have what you need, sir. I don't have what you need. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know where his binky is either. I think it's upstairs. Don, I hope you're listening to all of his noises he was just making. Or if you could even hear them. But if you guys don't know who Don is, she's a badass warrior woman who is beating cancer's ass. Heck yeah. And we love her with our whole butts. Yes. But this lady. (laughs) I didn't even mean to do that. Thank you. Um, Okay. So I don't really like how I put this. So we're going to just, we're going to wing it. So um, Lena was, like I said, 78 years old. At 78, she said she had sworn off dating when she meets a man named, what the hell is his first name? <laughs> the way, I don't know why I copied some of these notes, and I just have it, uh, oh, Herman, oh my god, Herman Winslow. So, Winslow. Winslow. Um, until she met Herman Winslow the day she moved into the Hightower Manor Apartments in July of 2003. On a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Always a Tuesday Always for those Tuesday. new to this. Yep. The relationship went well for 14 months until Driscoll discovered, said she discovered, Mr. Winslow was dating dozens of women. She said he was having dates by the hour, and she came to believe he was involved in it. Oh, Winslow? Oh, my lord. We'll get there. Gross she little old she, penis. She, was, she thought he was involved with a sex ring. Like, this, like... <laughs> Just you wait. She's 78. Um, She also said that he had stood her up for a barbecue date, because how dare you? Yeah. Um, And she let herself into his apartment. She told, because obviously she's the one who goes on court, um, she said in court that she told the jurors she couldn't explain what happened next. She just flipped and wasn't responsible for herself. And her, um, I almost said her horrors. Well. Horrors. Lawyers said she ends up taking Mr. Winslow's life, unfortunately, out of jealousy that drove her to insanity because, you know, <laughs> casual things. I'm sorry, but women, we get it. <laughs> but, but this is a little excessive. So um, at one point, this late uh, defense attorney, her name's Deborah Poole, told the jurors that Herman was too old to have affairs with dozens of window wind windows. <laughs> Women, as um, Lena had claimed, there is no other woman, um, Poole had said, Mr. Winslow was 85 years old. Oh, my gosh. But he was in a sex ring. He was probably having orgies. Dude, spirit dick for sure. <laughs> Again, that dick was, ooh, the Holy Spirit, man. Yeah. Take me to church. Yeah. <laughs> I said it like that. I'm so sorry. I like it. Um, so, um, this Deborah, she uh, described Lena's erratic behavior toward the end of the relationship, watching his door for all hours at a time, calling his apartment, and, and disguising her voice. 78. 78 years old. Well, I was about to say, like, I did some weird ass shit. When I was like, teenager. yeah, when I'm like 14, 15, like, which is still in my head, a little too old to be doing that crazy shit, Shauna, but like 78, yeah, what? I hope I'm like that old man penis had to be like fucking doing the damn the Midas thing. touch, man. Hey, yo, the Midas touch. I love that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, when he, Okay, I was talking about disguising her voice, and then 
What? I said 85. I'm sorry. <laughs> it should just... Yeah, I, right? <laughs> I know. Um, so when she thought she was being stood up by him so he could see other women, he, um, more than likely they said he was probably just taking a nap or feeling ill because he's 85. <laughs> no. I mean, if you're 80, like, okay, let's get hypothetical here for a second. Okay. Babble time. So I'm just thinking about there's a couple people at where I work they're not 85, but I'm like, some of them got that, that old band swagger. <laughs> like, right. they think they're, they're, they're shit don't stink. They think they're, they're very crazy little dudes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it, but based off of how he's described, I don't feel like he was this little sex monger. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Goodness. Goodness, my sweet angel. But yeah. So, um, this Deborah says, Miss Driscoll led an exemplary, wow, exemplary life, but something happened to Miss Driscoll, a slow descent into madness. I don't agree with that. I don't think she just went crazy. I just think she was just a jealous old broad. Um, during her, to carry up, she pled guilty, not guilty by insanity. Um, during her, um, the deliberation and the back and forth and... She would rock in her chair, and um, the senior assistant district attorney, I think it's Fanny Willis, mm-hmm. or Fanny, F-A-N-I, Fanny, mm-hmm. um, cautioned jurors not to confuse a jealous rage with temporary insanity, which I love that. Um, Willis also said that Lena knew what she was doing when she sh- shot Winslet on the couch in the lobby of the apartment building where the former couple lived. Her mind is sh- is sharp as attack. Willis had said, pointing to Lena's own testimony on thir- on that uh, Thursday when this was all happening. No, then. it was a Tuesday typo. Typo. Oh. Yep, <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, uh, two thousand. I think it said two thousand six. Two thousand three is when the when it all happened. Well, oh, it went no, down on a Tuesday. Court was the everything Thursday. was on a Thursday. All right, not Thursday. That's not exactly. Okay. Yeah, there is no Thursday. When she recalled meeting. Um, okay, so when she was on the stand, Lena. You know, she's claiming insanity. We am crazy. I just, I just was so mad. I just went crazy. But yet she could recall perfectly meeting her first husband who had died of natural causes. Were they? Were Um, they natural? (laughs) She met her first husband as a nine-year-old and the day she first looked into Winslow's brown eyes. What? And edited. Um, okay. There's a hair. Oh my God, I'm shedding like dog. Dude, it's like my dog, Maya. It's just me. Okay. So, we're going to backtrack on that a little bit, because I had to do some editing here. So, um, they said, her mind is as sharp as attack because she's pleading, I'm so crazy, I just, I just went crazy. But she could recall perfectly meeting her first husband when she was nine years old, and the day she first looked into Winslow's brown eyes on the day she moved into Hightower Manor in July of 2003. But she's crazy. Okay. You don't remember stuff like that. Okay. So I was, and she can't claim dementia. No. So. <laughs> just freaking, I just want to knock her out. Um, so uh, Attorney Willis said that Lena was only pretending to forget the gruesome details of June 10th, 2005. So, so she moved in July of 2003, and it happened on June 10th. When prosecutors say she saw, shot Winslow in the head 
four times oh. with a 22 caliber handgun. And a couple of different articles I read, some of them said that it was like caught him off guard. Some of it said it execution style. Some said it was just point blank and it like he turned around and it was in his face. Jesus. Regardless, all of them said shot him four times in the head. And um, at the trial, Willis said, um, we have an eyewitness, so what else are they going to do but claim crazy? That doesn't make her the sweet, old, feeble lady the defense wants you to feel sorry for. That makes her a cold-blooded murderer. Yeah. Uh, they were in love, Lena and Herman, but her delusions drove her to a distrust that grew and grew and grew until eventually it put Miss Driscoll in the state you find her today. <laughs> cool said. <laughs> they did exactly that. Okay, we had to pause for the cause. Um, so we talked about how they were in love. According to her. According to her. I, oh, oh. Oh, did you I, hear that? I'm so sorry if you did. <laughs> I don't mind. Right, that's going to be fine. Um, they were in love, but her delusions drove her to a distrust that grew and grew and grew until eventually put her in the state that you find her today is what her attorney said, the defense attorney. Reminding jurors that Lena had no criminal record and was married for 30 years, making the shooting inconsistent with her normal behavior. A security guard testified earlier Tuesday <laughs> Thursday, that Driscoll pointed a pistol at Winslow's left temple and fired, Oof. and he was shot four times in the head. Four times, ladies and gentlemen. Four. Four. I mean... One is a lot, but like that's just that's that's is, that's aggressive. That that, that is that's, that's just like poof, 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 poof. yeah. Where are you going, Arlo? Arlo, Apollo's past <laughs> um, four times. What? The first day of testimony in Driscoll's trial, which is expect which was expected to last no longer than three days, um, she ended up getting sentenced and. We're going to get into a little bit about, like, what went down that day here shortly. Um, yeah, she was sentenced to... Okay, the judge sentenced her to life in prison plus five years. Okay. Did not say when she would be eligible for parole. Um, the jury convicted her on all four counts, which ended up being malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm. Prosecutors did not seek the death penalty because she's 78. Well, at this point, like, she'd be 80 because it was two years later. Um... But prosecutors argued that she could not plead insanity since she admitted she knew she was wrong when she shot Herman Winslow. The first time? Second? Third? Fourth? All? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In closing arguments, um, her attorney said her her belief that her ex-boyfriend was... This was from an article. A geriatric gigolo. <laughs> I was like, that's... You guys... I wish I came up with that. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> it made Apollo, me... how funny is it? It made so me laugh out loud. Geriatric <laughs> gigolo was a delusion that became the motive for shooting him to death. Geriatric gigolo. Oh, I want a shirt, a shirt mm -hmm. with an old man with a walker. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, she was convicted in 2005 at the... Um, Oh, where she killed him was the Atlanta assisted living home where they both lived, but her new attorneys, um, oh wait, did I, what did I do? Where did she get the gun? It was a gift, she was gifted that gun in 1957 by her grandfather. 
Okay. I don't have that in my notes here, but I remember reading about it. Um, okay. Um, so she gets that life sentence plus five years. So then I ended up finding another, another, yeah. another article. Yeah. yeah. Don't you know? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know where that just came from besides my mouth. So um, yeah, so she was convicted, but then they end up taking her back to trial because they felt that her, uh, def yeah, defense attorneys didn't properly, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? Defend her? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did it! <laughs> you did it! This is what showed us here. So, um, when, uh... Okay, yeah, who was 78 at the time. Yeah, she was dressed in a hairnet, bathrobe, and slippers when she, she confronted <laughs> Winslow kitty while on the with, stand. <laughs> with an antique handgun and fired up to four times, is what prosecutors said. And when the cops got there, she said, I did it and I'd do it again, was quoted as yelling to the officers who arrived at the home. So, she, yeah, that was in 2005. So, a year later, she gets a second chance to get a different, um, uh, sentencing. So at her 2006 trial, her attorneys acknowledged she shot Winslow, but argued that she was not guilty on grounds of insanity. Um, they contended she stabbed because she thought he had been cheating on her, on her when, he, when in fact he was likely taking a fucking nap. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. It only, okay. So at her first trial, I'm sorry, I'm going back and forth because I did not put these notes together well and I'm so freaking sorry. So a jury deliberated for just two hours before convicting her on charges of malice. Yeah. Like all those things I said, plus aggravated assault and pos possession of a firearm. Since then, new lawyers have scrutinized the court record and pressed for a new trial. Um, Lena's family and legal staff were, were relieved by the ruling for this new trial um, which they said gives the 81-year-old grandmother, so that was in 2000. That was a very wet burp. I was nervous. Um, a second chance, a bond hearing for Driscoll was set for later that month, and the new trial could start as early as September. Okay, so this, so 78 was how old she was in 2003? Did you just say it's 2006? Yeah, so that would be three years later, yeah. And then, um, oh. Yep, there it is. Delicioso. It's my There's a <laughs> baby vomit for you. Um, she had never been in ever any trouble besides this. That doesn't mean she didn't do what sh was alleged, said Phaedra F Parks, um, who is Driscoll's new attorney. But she didn't get a fair trial, and everyone has a right to a fair trial. Um, the victim's family was infuriated by the decision, as they, as they should be. Um... This is what when or uh, Herman's son said. I'd like to see her come out of there in a hearse, said Horace Winslow. That's the way she should come out there, dead. You know, not that we hate her or anything. I hold no animosity against her, but she took my dad's life. Well, I mean, but, I mean, I don't have any animosity towards her, but I want the bitch dead. But I mean, I'm team Horace. I feel that in my soul. Um... The last I saw, she's still serving time, although her charges were re reduced to voluntary manslaughter, and she's serving out that sentence at the Pulaski's Pul Pulaski State Prison in Hawkinsville, Georgia. Wow. So it's just kind of a, yeah, that was a lot shorter than I would have liked it would have been, but it's just kind of, 
I think this is one of those, um, I think it was on Snapped, is one of the episodes you can go and watch, um, this case, but, I mean, you don't get a lot more, um, information than that, but, like, it's just crazy, like, she could be, I mean, I don't think she's, like, she could become a little senile, I don't really know, but just... Oh, he's out having sex rings, and he's yeah. with all these different women every hour. The poor guy was probably just he's taking... A geriatric gigolo. Geriatric gigolo. <laughs> I may have to make that this episode's title, yes. because it's really fun. I don't get people to want to listen to it. I would. I'd be like, what the fuck? Geriatric gigolo. That sounds hilarious. What's going on? <laughs> Throw up everywhere. <laughs> hey, beaky beaky baby. Beaky beaky beaky. Oh, we've got to stop just, like, letting... We can get some dead air. Sorry, we're looking at my son and his cute self, and he's learning how to use his hands. Do I need to take him so you can rabbit hole for yeah, us? Yeah, but we can pause for the... Okay, for and here we go with Shauna's rabbit hole. All right, all right, all right. Hey, all right. fans and friends and odds and ends, and all you girls and guys, a few words to the wise. Um, we're going to be talking about Lilith. Lilith is a Babylonian dark goddess... Some considered her to be a demon goddess. She's not, in my opinion. Um, and Wasn't then, she the... Uh, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's, I know it's fine. Sister, you jump in. <sighs> well, I know. I just... And if being a fan of this show Supernatural, like, she, the first Lilith character that they have is this little girl, and she makes them throw a birthday party for her, even though it's not her birthday, and she's like... Ah! <laughs> That's hilarious. And on that note, I keep telling Vince, because we're both really getting into this kind of stuff, yeah. um, that we should watch Supernatural, because as fun and everything as it is, I guess, because I, I... Yeah. Anyway, um, a lot of it has facts in it, too, uh-huh. which yeah. is what you've told me. Mm-hmm. So it's I like, have the tattoo. On the, everyone's like, That's a pagan tattoo. And I'm like, It's... It's really not. Even if it was, so what? Even if it is, but it's literally, they're like, you're, it's like, that's, uh, or devil, it's the, it's a demon. I'm like, it's literally an anti-possession symbol. First of all, paganism has, paganism has nothing to do with devil worship. It's it's more about nature, so get your facts straight. Yeah, okay. but it is a great show, and there is a lot. And you've it, got, like, the whole box series, right? I have quite a bit of it. Okay. Um, I don't have enough. Um, it's all on Netflix. All okay. 15 seasons. That's what Vince keeps saying. There's 15, and I'm like, and? Who, do you not realize who we are as human beings? You and me, this couple? The first, couple, I love the first five seasons. I've been on season, I think, 11 for a little while. It was hard to get through the last, and the way it ends, I guess, I don't know. Okay. I, I haven't seen the ending, I don't know how it ends. Well, I know how it ends because everyone told me, but... It just kind of, it got hard for me okay. to, like, keep watching. Because gotcha. it's like, how can you keep coming up with a different storyline that's the same storyline? Gotcha. But, on a different note, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki are gorgeous. Yes. And they're nice to look at. Mm-hmm. And then them slaying demons. Okay. <clears throat> Slay my demon. Alright! Okay, so I, um, silly enough, don't have... It documented as to where I got this information, so I apologize because I'd like to give these people who actually wrote this that I'm just reading <laughs> verbatim. Um, but if you look up Lilith, uh, you'll probably be able to find wherever I got this because it's basically like a Google search. So 
Um, taking pictures. Here we go down this rabbit hole. She was portrayed with dark wings and sometimes with clawed feet. It seems as though she might have originally been seen as a bird goddess from ancient cultures. She also has strong associations with serpents, and in some of her depictions in earlier myths, she is portrayed as having half of her body in the form of a serpent and the other half with breasts and that of a woman. Some dispute her origin, saying that she was much older than the Sumerian Babylonian culture. Babylonians. Hey, Babylonians, we talking about you. Her most famous depiction and myths come to us from Hebrew texts in the story of Adam. Hello! <laughs> her original myth from Sumerian culture speaks of her being the hand of Inanna. Okay, and if I am not pronouncing that correctly, in. Hand of Inanna? Yeah, I N A N N A. Inanna. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I was just, I like that. <laughs> she was said to find men in the streets and lead them to the temples of the sake of. Of the Sikh? Mm, Of the Sikh. Well, she was said to find men in the streets and lead them to the temples of the sacred prostitutes. She was also known to assist in childbirth and infant care. Aw. Lilith lived inside the Halupu? Okay, H-U-L-U-P-P-U tree. Say it again. Halupu? Halupu. I don't know. Halupu? So if I totally butchered that, I apologize. (laughs) I love it. So she lived in this fun tree, which grew in Inanna's garden. After a few years, Inanna came out to harvest the tree for a throne she wanted to build, only to find a serpent living at its base. A zoo bird, Z-U, with a nest in the branches and the goddess Lilith living in its trunk. Gilgamesh who was known to be a demigod and a king in Sumerian mythology, helped Inanna remove the snake and the bird. Then he forces out the goddess Lilith, who flies away in the dark sky. Her most well-known myth comes from the Hebrew stories of her being the first wife of Adam. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to ruin it. I know. I yelled. That was really loud. I I like it. She's excited. It's good stuff. I can't move too much because there's a baby that's falling asleep on my boob. Sure. Since Lilith was a powerfully independent sexual goddess... Get it, girl. hey She was not used to being submissive to men. A fucking men. That Sorry. was not how her culture worked. Fuck yeah. Sexuality was not seen as something bad or evil in the ancient world. Only when the patriarchal... Patriarchal... <clears throat> Sorry. Cultures such as Judaism and Christianity took over, did sexuality become seen as an evil sin. So, Lilith refused to lie on her back while Adam took the dominant sexual position. She believed that love making should be equal. Adam did not agree with this and demanded that she be submissive to him. So, Lilith left the Garden of Eden. Peace out, bitches. Yup. Later in Hebrew myth, she became demonized as an evil sexual demon who preyed on men at night, better known as the succubus. <laughs> she would sneak into men's bedrooms at night and gave them wet dreams. Or and give them wet dreams. 
don't know why I thought you were going to say wet willies. Hey, I mean. Well, I, <laughs> damn it. I mean, yup. It seems that Lilith, like many other goddesses, was demonized by patriarchy in an attempt to stop her worship. Today, Lilith represents a strong woman. Confident yeah. in her sexual powers. Get it, girl. She teaches us to not be afraid or ashamed of being sexual and to be comfortable in our sexuality. I to be that. strong and never be submissive to anyone. Fuck yeah. Girl to power. stand up for ourselves and be strong, confident women. Call on Lilith when you need to feel more power to handle a difficult situation or to feel more confident in your sexuality as a woman. Oof! Hey. Um, excuse me, just at me next time. Is there a reason this was what we chose to do? I don't know, but I was really adamant. Adamant? See what I did? Hey. Puns. Lilith, in my opinion, is really a goddess for women. Everything she represents is women's power and strength, and her sexual side represents that women, too, are sexual beings. Fuck yeah. And that's not something to be demonized, as it has been for many years. Many times in our society, if you're a woman who is comfortable in her sexuality, you may be seen as being promiscuous. It is not as acceptable for a woman to be sexual than it is for a man. It was not this way in the ancient world. Sexuality was seen as totally equal for both men and women and had no relation to anything evil, sinful, or dirty. Um, here's, okay, so this is kind of lengthy um i i I got a couple different articles i think it's only two different articles but there could be points where i might um state the same thing twice three times lady um so if that should happen i'm letting you know now i apologize because i did not edit this very well i was just um doing research for things to do for rabbit holes and copy paste copy paste paste copy that's the way I do it. Goddess Lilith. Lilith's themes are freedom, courage, playfulness. I tried to put a lisp on there for some crazy. <laughs> playfulness, passion, pleasure, and sexuality. Her symbol, heyo, is an apple. In Hebrew legends, Lilith is a dangerously beautiful goddess who refused to subordinate herself to Adam. Subordinate herself to Adam. That's just interesting terminology. Feeling that she was created as an equal, this makes Lilith perhaps the first true liberationist. Liberationist. (laughs) (laughs) Liberationist? I don't know what that meant. Liberationist. You guys, liberationists. I don't know words. Words are hard. (laughs) Can I try that again? I'm so sorry. (laughs) I hope you're laughing too and not just rolling your eyes. This makes Lilith perhaps the first true liberationist. Okay. Timestamp that. Okay. And she resolves to make modern life similarly equal for all people. She also boldly instructs us to stand up for what we believe in. Unbridled. Unbridled. (laughs) Courageous. I am, you guys, it's been so long since I've read <laughs> out loud. That's very true. Yes. I do read a lot, just not out loud. Yeah, she does. She's the reader, which is funny because I need to be the reader more. And it's fine. Keep going. Okay. You're doing great. I'm brattled. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right, let me try that again. She also boldly instructs us to stand up for what we believe in, unbridled and courageous. 
no matter the cost. According to legend, Lilith was turned away from paradise for her quote-unquote crime, and she has been de depicted in art as a demon. Leap year occurs every four years to keep our calendar in sync with the solar year. Customarily, women break loose today asking men out or proposing marriage. In today's liberal society, actions like this aren't overly surprising. Nonetheless, Lilith charges us with the duty of ever seeking after equality, not just for women, but for all of Earth's people. If there's someone you've wronged with... I can't read words. <laughs> Presupposition? Or prejudice? Make amends today. If there's someone you're wrong, make amends. Okay, because I don't know how to say that word, and I and I and I. And I <laughs> it's probably a really simple word, but I'm not okay. Okay, to internalize Lilith's fairness, bravery, or exuberant lustiness, eat an apple today. Quite literally, take a bite out of life and enjoy some daring activity to its fullest without fear or guilt. Like Lilith, you are the master of your destiny. Get it? Hey. Lilith is depicted on a Babylonian clay plaque from 2000 BC to 1600 B excuse me from 2000 to 1600 BCE as beautiful winged women with bird's feet and claws. Lilith dates back to the bird serpent goddess of an antiquity. In Samaria, she was portrayed as having both Okay, I already said that. She was portrayed as having both the wings and the claws of a bird. Some you're doing great. Yeah, guys, I am so <laughs> sorry. Some reliefs show her lower half as being the body of a serpent, or she's known as a serpent with the head and breasts of a woman. No. Okay, there are many possibilities as to her early goddess name. Belili, B-E-L-I-L-I-L-I. -L okay. And then Belili, Lilic, or Ninlil. Lilith is what it is, because those are stressful. Lilake. L-I-L-L-A-K-E. Lilake. Or okay, Ninlil. N-I-N-L-I-L. I might name a dog that. It's cute. Ninlil? I kind of like it. Or, Ninlil! Or Belili. I like Belili, because it sounds like belly. Yeah, it's really Little cute. Little Belili. She was a goddess of agriculture as well as the hand of Nana. She was said to dwell in the trunk of the halupu. <laughs> the halupu tree. Halupu tree. Okay, when the serpent who could not be charmed made its nest... Okay, we already said that. Recent translations of her name are varied and range from Screech Owl, Lila, which is darkness or night... Or Lila, Lila or Lila, L-I-L-A-H. I'd say Lila. Okay, Lila, which is darkness or night in Hebrew, to Lilitu, L-I-L-I-T-U. Ooh, I like Lila too. Which is said to be the Babylonian word for evil night spirit. No wonder you like it. <laughs> it gets me. I love it. Her symbols are the crossroad, owl, serpent, tree, and dark moon. Which is another reason I was kind of thinking of tonight. Because tonight, the night we're recording, is a new, new moon. New so. moon. Moon, new moon. Um, when Jewish pair Find... Your way to make your brain and your tongue work together, Shauna. That's what he said. <laughs> when Jewish patriarchy overtook the land, they made Lilith evil in order to stop people from worshipping her. Again, like I said, I might be repeating some things. 
And, and if you don't listen to the true crime story, you know I do that as well. Hey. We're the, consistent here. The Kabbalistic tradition, Lilith was made the was made the first wife of Adam. Some sources say that Lilith was Adam's spirit wife. Other sources claim that Lilith was, was fashioned from the earth at either the same time as Adam or before Adam. Oh, shit. This made Lilith Adam's equal. I'm going to sneeze. God. At some point during this reading. Great. Okay. Stoked. As Adam's equal, Lilith refused to lie on her back while Adam took the dominant position. Hey, if you're not sure what that means, missionary styly. Lilith believed that they should make love as equals. The beast with two backs. God damn it, Adam. Oh, sorry. I don't know if she would have said god damn it. Adam was adamantly against this, <laughs> wanting his wife to be submissive, and Lilith left the Garden of Eden. God then supposedly gave Adam Eve a docile woman of the flesh. Yum. Eventually... Lilith was portrayed as the foe of Eve. It was... I got all excited, and my words are Did just it. doing what they Please. try to do. Keep going. Have Tourette's. It was Lilith Me. in serpent form who seduced Eve to eat the fruit of knowledge. No doubt the first wife wanted that second wife to see what a jerk Adam was, and that Lilith also wanted Eve to open her eyes and come into the fullness of herself. Her womanhood. I also, I don't know if you say it. Um, sorry, I had to leave the room for a split second. God bless America. Um, it was also said that once Eve was created, they made him for from Adam's rib mm -hmm. because they wanted her to be more submissive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that was going to... Again, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm to a second article yet or not. So yeah. I know... And and maybe it was just something else I had read and I didn't. But you are correct. I did read that somewhere yeah. as well. So I I could stumble upon it in this reading that I'm doing to you Babylonians, or I could not, and it just stumbled upon my sister's mouth and into your ears. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yawn. When both Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Eden, Adam endured a period of celibacy as penance. During this time. Lilith was said to have caused nocturnal emissions from Adam. Night hag. She collected his semen and impregnated herself with it, giving birth to demons. These children of Lilith were called Lilin or Lilim, night demons. The goddess who once protected mothers and infants was now portrayed as a demoness who caused abortions and murdered infants in their sleep. The Jewish people believed that when a baby laughed or smiled in its sleep, get this, uh -oh. it was being entertained by Lilith, and the parents would quickly bop the infant on the nose to distract the infant from the goddess. How dare you smile, infant! It was also believed that she came to children in the form of an owl and drank their blood. I'm sorry. I don't know how a parent could be like, I can't have my child smile and giggle. That's just gross. Despite the Jewish attempts to eradicate this ancient goddess, she can still be found in her truer, albeit symbolic, form in their literature. During a protracted and dangerous confinement to take earth from the crossroads, write upon it the five first verses of this psalm and lay it upon the abdomen of the parturient. You guys? 
Allow it to remain until the birth is accomplished, but no longer. The complete edition of the sixth and seventh books of Moses or Moses' magical spirit art. Okay. Lilith and sexuality. Lilith's lair. This is by Lourdes Lavieux. Your bow. Bow, maybe? V E A U. Lilith, as Hand of Inanna, would gather men from the streets and lead them to the temples of the sacred prostitutes. Later, as the first wife of Adam, she refused to lie beneath Adam and be his submissive. Instead, she chose to have sex with quote unquote evil spirits and beget more demons. Who could blame her? Good. All right. So, as I said before, who could blame her? I mean, why not have sex with evil spirits to make more demons? <laughs> um, <laughs> we had an interlude you guys didn't know about, and I'm like, oh, whoa, that's where we left off. Cool, cool, cool. Lilith was comfortable with her sexuality, something that frightened the Jewish patriarch who believed that merely having sex for pleasure was a form of abortion. In recent times, Lilith, I know, what? I, I don't. And that's what it says, abortion. Lilith was morphed into the succubus and incubus, or the night hag, who sits on the chests of men and causes them to have perverse dreams so that they will ejaculate. She could take the form of either a man or a woman, who appear to mankind, to men in the likeness of women, and to women in the likeness of men, and with men they lie by night and by day. I don't know where that quote was taken from. It's just quoted in this, so... Men fear Lilith because she knows the power of her sexuality and she knows what her she knows that her sexuality has power over men. You're welcome, Babylonians. <laughs> I know how to edit. I'm just gonna add so a bunch she, of sounds. She she knows she she knows that her sexuality has power over men. She turns men into beasts or pigs by opening the doorways to their deep and primal sexual desires. Such desires are forbidden by the Jewish and Christian cults. Christian cults. Women who are like the submissive Eve also fear Lilith because of the power she holds. But, as has been shown in the myth of the Garden of Eden, Lilith is not at an excuse me, is not an enemy of womankind. She holds the ancient fruit of knowledge, the secrets of our deepest sexual nature. She is willing to offer this fruit to us. All right. Lilith is a vampire, <laughs> bewitched by Picked Jester. Is this another one? It's short. Cool. I just, I <laughs> like that. I love it. Okay, go. Um, as the mother of all demons, Lilith has recently been linked to either giving birth to the first vampires or being the first vampire. This fallacy is linked to the past Jewish superstition in that Lilith drank the blood of children while in the form of an owl. In a rab- rabbinical, I think, because it's rabbinical, Frenzy to drive Lilith's worshippers away from the goddess. They made up lies such as this, which contradicted her earlier function as a protectress and helper of uh, birthing mothers and infants. So that's, and I thought I had copied that. That's what she did um, uh, as as in her goddess being, um, oh God, sorry. Um, she's being talked about as a goddess in all of these, except for that vampiric one. But, um, she helped. She helped women. She helped women in childbirth. She she helped to um, to I don't want to say raise children, but like women with, with with childbirth. She and just giving women the right to just being who they are, 
And um, I hate that it was demonized, but it's also so not um, shocking because of how it's been. I mean, what, is it not until the 1950s that women were able to have our own checking account and our own name? Like, right. come on. Something like so, that. like, we've always been... Another rabbit hole. Right? We've always been... Um, the uh, <coughs> deemed the, the the to be submissive or whatever, and I love that we're finally getting voices, and I love I love doing this little bit of research on Lilith and, and seeing that that um, a lot of people, especially those who like um, uh, maybe paganism or witchcraft or what have you, um, they they look to her for comfort as 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 as, as a being of strength for um, femininity, and I just think it, I think that's beautiful, and I think that's really cool, and I, I like. That that a lot yes yes well because i mean growing up in a very christian home myself um masturbating was so frowned upon yeah so like when and i was a masturbate sorry family who might be listening (laughs) um i definitely yeah i definitely partook liked my bean so um and and I was and I couldn't and it was so it was so frowned upon and I couldn't I, I it it was and it, and I felt bad I mean I felt good but like <laughs> but I felt so you know like I I what was embedded in my brain yeah. about sexuality and stuff like that um or my sexuality and and that sex should be good and should be um felt and desired and wanted and yeah. like and pleasurable mm-hmm. was so foreign to me and so that that messed with a lot of relationships that I ended up having sexually and and quite honestly even in my marriage now like sometimes like Vince is like babe what you know I'm like this is it's still it's it's crazy how it's just been embedded yeah. in me and, and I'm trying not to do that with with our children now um and I and I think I'm doing pretty good with that part but um I just I like that um I like that the part the strength that they give her like we we are allowed to be desired and desirable and to be strong in our femininity and and our sexuality it's you are because sometimes it's hard to believe that yes me (laughs) yes all of us i think and and men too for sure but but right right now we're talking to women like we are allowed to to feel pleasure and we're allowed to let that person know male or female hey do it this way, or let's try this, or whatever, and yeah, not have, have to, to just feel be laying on your back all the time, right? And if you like being on your back, right on. That's cool too. Me, I because unless I'm with a female, then I'm like, <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> I'm about to alphabetize your <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Woo! We just got real personal, real That's fast. Right. But you know what? It's okay. It's 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 we we too should feel good. In, in our in our sexuality and I and I that's one thing I really like about about Lilith um, yeah, she's not like this evil being like people trying to make her right out to be. right and, and and what yeah what's evil about wanting to be equal what's evil about wanting to also enjoy sex what's evil about being yeah. strong in the person I am like there's nothing there's nothing evil with no that. I think that's absolutely necessary especially in today's day and age more so than mm-hmm. like back then that was just like completely like pff, nope yeah now we, it's we like had we no need voice. this more than ever mm-hmm. yeah because unfortunately we still need a voice. Yes. 
And if that's if this is your jam, then I'm really glad that we did this because I've been fucking and enlightened, but did a lot of that editing. <laughs> It's been a weird night. Yeah, and obviously I didn't have that information about the ribs, so thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we are, but yeah, that Eve was created from rib. I so did. She would be submissive. Right. Yeah. Interesting that I... Anyway, so yeah, but that's another... That's another and you absolutely look up information. There are books about Lilith. Um, look it up. Do your own research. It's 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 truly fascinating. And if you don't like anything that I had to say, that's fine too. Look up the demony parts of her too, if that's what you choose to believe. Okay, like or look up both sides. Why not be um, uh, one with information regarding both sides of this? I mean, For I sure. I only provided well, I didn't, yeah, but yeah. but like no, I think you went really in depth. I thought, I love it. I liked it. So there you have it. First rabbit hole in a super long super time. Super long time. So <laughs> I've been like sitting here focusing on what you were saying as well as trying, because the geriatric gigolo <laughs> and demon Lilith, I was trying to come up with a clever name for this episode name because that's going to be a part of it. Episode 80 whatever. And <laughs> geriatric gigolo. And Lilith the demon. There you go. Demon Lilith, vampire Lilith. <laughs> I don't have it. I was going to say Lilith licks, but... <laughs> She's going to lick your bones in half. hey So, guys, um, sorry for all the craziness. It was, it's going to be fun editing this together. Well, you always won't know the craziness because of how well Nicole edits, so yeah, it'll be fine. You're welcome. Thanks, Anchor. You're the tits. Um, <laughs> there's a fly. You're supposed to be dead. It's freezing outside. Right. But um, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters does our intro sound. All social media is Bloody Babbles Podcast. If you have cases you want us to cover, or if you have your stories of your own, I love Buddy Babbles. I'd love to start getting those, like, once a month or every other month, because I think they're really fun. Mm -hmm. Especially because most of them are paranormal, and I used to think that I was kind of going to, like, bring in, like, paranormal stuff, but I kind of like that's how we do it, and it's stories from you guys, and that's great, and I love that. Um, um, I still keep the Angry Gnome Apparel, um, I put it on every, um, show notes, if you don't know what show notes are, it's just when you click in the description on wherever you listen to the podcast, that'll show the Angry Gnome Apparel link, and it'll take you right to their website. Um, we have merch on there, um, that's my brother's t-shirt company, um, they have, yeah, our merch and more. Yes. Like they have some quality ass shit. Yes. And their sweatshirt, I just washed mine and it's still soft. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty fucking exciting. And I washed my shirt several times and it's not shrinking, nothing like that. Yeah. The color isn't fading, nothing. Yeah, it's same. fantastic. With my, my, I got a bloody The emblems, bottles. yeah, still. Yeah, still. everything's good. The, it's just, it feels like the shirt when I pulled it out of the package. Mm -hmm. It's fucking awesome. Still so soft, still so great. Um, yeah, I'm. I haven't been mentioning them, but I've been adding their link to every episode ever since we've done our collaboration with them. Um, I asked Phil, um, I was like, how long do you want to keep it on there? And he was like, for as long as you tell me to keep it on there. So, or if he decides to take it off, we'll definitely let you know. But as, as of right now, it's um, forever. Temporarily <laughs> forever. But it could be there forever. Who knows? But um, it's great. And the, like the, they just have some cute ass shit, and they've got some really cute holiday stuff coming out because yes. Christmas is not that far away. <gasps> Gosh, okay, so when this hits, or your winter ear solstice, holes, or yeah. Kwanzaa, or all, Hanukkah, of, the all of them, 
it's happening. And then also, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not, um, just find reasons to be thankful. Yeah, because um, Thanksgiving for you guys will be this, for us, for you guys, for us mm -hmm. is this week. Because I know Canada's was, I think, last month. I yeah. Because I, yeah. I saw Mandy had posted. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I'm pretty stoked. I mean, I have to work for part of the day, but um, I'm sure my family will be home by the time I get off work that day. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I asked us to have it later. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> so I know. So we'll be eating later in the day. That way I'll be that closer to getting there. I may go home to work early and get off by the time we eat. That'd yes. be a great better. idea, sister. I mean, I don't, I'm not a morning person. Ever. Ever. Um, ever. I've become a morning person, but I don't have to be this week because our my kiddo is out of school for the whole week because our town is awesome about that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this one. It was, I like these longer episodes. Um, maybe we'll bring rabbit holes back if I get shorter ones. Hopefully I can get some longer cases. I've got some movies to watch and some books to read, so... I'm going to be busy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start getting my shit together. I want to be better for you guys. And for everyone that's continued to listen to us, thank you so much. We love you so much. Love you continue from the bottom of my cold, word. dead heart. Continue, continue to spread the word about yes. our podcast. Oh, um, my coworker just, she has started listening to us re recently. Um, hey. We're just going to call her Ree for... Thank you, Ree. Uh, yeah. And she left us, she left us a rating on Apple Podcasts <gasps> and... Um, and she commented too. Thanks, Ree. So thanks, girl. I appreciate you. She's the one who does my hair. Ooh, oh um, my goodness! If you guys ever seen hair. my hair with braids, that's the girl who does it, Marie. Mm. But she, no, it's not Marie. My Ree. She's mine. Okay. You can't have her. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, um, yes. So thank you so much, girlfriend. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. And yeah, we appreciate everyone who's, um, if, even if you just give us a rating, that helps our numbers climb. Mm -hmm. I know we're rated pretty like weirdly high in India and I know we go up and down on the grease charts in Spain um which just fucking blows my brains apart mm -hmm. like it's fucking amazing I'm just like, getting ratings at all it's fantastic uh, right. <laughs> but the fact it's international people like hello yeah and I love so, you so much hey can you guys talk to some Wyomans like yeah, maybe just yeah, message them maybe just message hey, <laughs> hey Wyoming friends just listen one time, so it'll register, and you'll hear us. I'm have in a another country, and I'm listening. Why yeah. aren't you? <laughs> right. And we're gonna have a conniption the day I see Wyoming come across that screen. And if you're from Wyoming and it hasn't like registered to Anchor for whatever reason, then message us and let us know. Because my mom had her friend listen. I don't know what if he didn't listen enough. I don't know. Maybe we'll harass them again. I mean, say hello again. And be like, listen, just put it on play. Wash your car. Uh, wash your dog. Clim, clim. Trim your cat's nails. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just really going on a rampage right now. I just really want Wyoming, and I want a friend there. So I love you so much, Wyoming, whenever you come. Yep, we do. We but do until next time. Babble on. <laughs> Welcome to my true crime podcast, Stolen From Me. Every week we will cover a different case, from the notorious Ian Huntley to the gruesome Ed Gain. You can follow me for more episodes and news on my Twitter page, at Stolen From Me Pod. I got into true crime from an early age. I was around eight years old at the time, and at school we had to write to someone famous. Everybody decided to write to the Queen, but I didn't want to do that. So I decided I was going to write to the Cray Twins. This didn't go down well, 
but it did escalate in my fascination of true crime. Thank you for being a part of my podcast. Please leave a five-star review, like and subscribe, and see you in the next episode.